listening to Fresh Take. You are listening to the Fresh Take Network. You are listening to a Stick Boy We Talk production in association. <laughs> We got Brett, we got Martin, we got the Senator, I'm Josh. Look, it was a fantastic WrestleMania weekend. We have one of the biggest news this week with the sale, but man, we may have just had one of the worst shows, one of the most confusing shows, and one of the biggest bummers that we've seen. Uh, I'm going to go to Martin really quick, because I just remember this now, Martin. When the Saudi sale happened, I remember you and Joel and I did like a quick like 20-minute just session, like therapy session, and how depressed... We were that that could happen. I'm not that <laughs> depressed today, but I'm at that level. It's amazing how everything is like. I enjoyed so much of this weekend. So the fact that I I feel like I went from a, like a nine to a three, yeah, you know, like just like that. It's unbelievable how I should be concentrating on all the fun I had, and yet. Three hours of that will make anybody go crazy. Senator, um, you were telling us before we were on air, um, just to kind of a rendition of how you normally watch Raw and kind of what happened tonight. Yeah, I try to watch Raw without the commercials. So, so I'm usually 15 minutes behind everybody at that point. And today I was like, you know what? It was a great Mania weekend. So I'm excited because Raw after WrestleMania, you usually get some surprising call-ups, some surprising returns. Like, it's something that you want to watch. And so this is the first episode, probably three, four years that I actually watch live. And my experience with this was like, you ever go on the plane and you're about to travel and then you have a smooth ride the entire time? but then the landing is shaky. Yeah, and you get stuck in the runway for like an hour. Yeah, or even like you feel the turbulence as they're like trying to land the plane, so then you start freaking out a lot more. That's pretty much what Raw was. It was (laughs) a rapid decline, very shaky. I think I even tweeted, can someone explain to me the almost match? Mm -hmm. Uh, Seth Rollins segment, the Lashley segment, if anybody should be upset this whole weekend, it should be Lashley. He's put in well, a lot of work throughout the entire yeah. year. He was supposed to do this match with Bray, which already wasn't going to be a good thing. <laughs> then he gets put in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. His WrestleMania moment was to carry out the Andre the Giant trophy. And then he gets Ali today. Positive Ali. Positive, Ali. My bad. So he got the raw version of Tyler Bates' character in NXT. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, what amazing. And then, uh, and Brett, just kind of your your thoughts with everything. Um, I mean, yeah, like like Morton said, I mean, it was such a great weekend, but it just feels like ever since the moment when Shane blew out his knee. 
things just kind of took a bit of a turn. Yeah, bit. yeah, that was probably from there it went all downhill. Yeah, I mean, like that the was Finn, the highlight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Finn Balor, you know, gets his gets a huge giant, you know, gash in his head, and he needs staples, and then, you know, and then obviously the ending of the Roman match isn't the way a lot of people wanted it to go. But I just sat through three hours of this Raw and got a Riddle return, and uh, what else did we get? We got like. <laughs> the senator said we got this weird Seth Rollins segment where he just talked backstage, came out to the ring, and then he walked away. We and literally everybody thought that was Jay White. Everybody thought that was Jay yeah. White. And look, that's our own conceived what we thought there. But it's the raw after mania when a guy just goes out by himself. You know, maybe it didn't need to be Jay White. It could have been Braun. It could have been Carmelo. It could have been something instead of just whatever. And then the fact too, like Senator mentioned. The second match, the first match, the second segment on the Raw After Mania is a squash match for Amos? What? And, and, and this is back. as soon as I saw a local medical facility, I'm like, okay, we're back. Still we're back. Fun. And look, here's the thing. You know, this was a big Raw for them because this is the time to kind of like Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. You got to get that first, that week before Monday Night Football, and then everyone kind of trails off. This was a big raw for them in the sense it's the raw after mania, so you're setting the tone where everything's going to go. But you're about to get into the set where NBA and NHL playoffs are about to get rolling against you every Monday. So how are you going to be able to draw on that audience to take away the sports audience that I would say all four of us are part of instead of having that audience just follow on Twitter or YouTube? Well, I can say as people that are part of that audience, you've pretty much lost those four people and and quite a few others that are going to be more focused on the playoffs coming up, baseball being up right now, and the fact that it's summer and I'm going to go outside with significant others and friends and family. So I'll say this. I'll say this. I got to make a correction to Brett for one thing. Snoop was the highlight. Because there you he go. Had, yeah, you're right. He, <laughs> he, had to, he had to improv and carry that segment after yep. Shane, Shane tore his plot. Yeah, good job so, by Snoop Loop. Yeah, so Snoop was the highlight. The people's elbow... He has work to be done, but we see... He, he gets a pass because yeah. of what that segment was. He gets yeah. a pass. By the yeah. way, what was verse, worse? The the Snoop elbow or the Snoop body slam from AEW? Or the or Snoop the body splash. Slam. Yeah, the splash. Yeah. That was <laughs> awful. The splash would be the worst one for me. He's not and a then, co- coordinated guy. And then for tonight's Raw, uh, me and Josh were talking throughout, throughout it, and when Seth popped up he goes seth save save us pretty much and then we saw what the segment was it was like (laughs) all right wonderful like okay like they sent they here's one thing i will give aew tony khan always has a major announcement to make he does this week we know he actually does this week we know that's the fact we know anytime there's a probably every dynamite he has a special announcement to make or when the ratings drop by like two hundred thousand. but at least he tries to actually say something in the announcement whether it be uh forbidden doors or somebody uh, making their debut or something like that. He tries to pay off on on it. Sometimes it's not as good. Sometimes we get tired of hearing special. Uh, he has an announcement to make. I know I am every week. Yeah. But this week, 
it was put out there that Triple H was coming out for an announcement, like a major announcement. And speculations went crazy online. It was, there might be a new belt coming in. Um, there, it, yeah, might be a new person coming in. There might be, I even saw speculation of Raw going down to two hours instead of three hours. Like I saw a whole bunch of speculations. And Triple H's announcement was, I know you guys heard about the news. Then, now, forever, together. Because they love okay, their sound we, bites and they love their numbers. Yeah, we already just saw that in the intro. Triple H, you didn't have to come out to <laughs> tell us the exact same thing. And, and by the way, on, on that, Senator, uh, I'm pretty firmly confirmed now. If Vince is back, he's going to want Roman to beat Bruno. So... 2025, 26 is how long this is going on that's, for. That's he's not going to want him to beat Bruno. Come on. I mean, you get yeah. to a thousand days. Why would you not want to go to two thousand days? Because the fans won't take it. You think he gives uh, he a fuck about the that. fans? Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Now I, <laughs> he just I made nine point three billion dollars. Yeah, he just grew out his mustache. Yeah, he doesn't he give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even his company anymore, Morton. It's not even his company. No, no. Somebody's got to step in here. <laughs> Somebody's got to step in. And Ari, common like, sense. Ari Manuel, like, looks at him on that CNBC thing like he's a golden god. And I think that's kind of one of the reasons you can expect him back today. If you looked at the way Ari Manuel looked at him on, on the... Uh, on the sale call today is like, oh no, God, no, we have to have Vince McMahon. We have to have Vince McMahon. It's like, should have known at that point, kind of like in Arrested Development, is like when he said, like, oh, I'm not gonna get in the weeds. He did. Mm-hmm. He did get into the weeds. And they grew really, really long. Very quick. Like this really is quick. This really is quick. That's like some really good fertilizer that they use. Cause that weed <laughs> grew so quickly. Like that is that is a like like, oh, thank God Senator for this on today. The world tonight. Yeah, he's been the most entertaining part of wrestling tonight. This is this is this is wild, man. Like, uh, like I okay, I saw I saw a part part of that call. The best part about that whole thing was that I saw memes with people putting M Bison's hat yep. on Vince, and yep. I was like, "This has made my day." Like yep. everybody, everybody is killing killing me with these, right there, and then. And then we watch Raw. I have to give them credit for the opening segment. I think the yeah, Roman Reigns, good. Paul Heyman, Cody, all that stuff was good. Um, and then as soon as Almost came on, I said, this is going down very quickly. And I don't know if there's <laughs> any recovering from this. Let it me tell nice. you. It was, oh. yeah. Our payoff for watching three hours was riddle. Yeah, yeah. but last yeah. year, I mean, try and, try and think back. It's not just this year. I mean, last year, historically, I mean, there's been so many debuts and, and comebacks and, and different Morton, things. they did that on their, on, their, on their Twitter and on their YouTube. It was like, who's the big surprise today? Well, of course they did. But, you know, they want ratings. But, and it was riddle. But I mean, last year I don't recall anything either. I think this is two years in a row they kind of got away from that. But I, I yeah. thought it was because of the pandemic. How much happened last year? 
Well, and and keep in yeah, mind not too, much happened last year. This may not be about the big return. This this may now be about the big exit, which is Bailey, because mm-hmm. she was cut from multiple segments today, and then apparently left the arena from reports right now. Oh, say goodbye. She on... tweeted. She tweeted yesterday something about all good things come to an end. Yeah, yeah. You know? Bye, bye at the end. Yeah, There's... and so we don't know her contract status fully, but there is some speculation it could be up soon. Um, so same maybe with Drew. same with same Drew. With Drew. There's there's a I think there's Oscar. like yeah there's like four or five people yeah. that performed this weekend and a that... ton more in 2024. Yep. yep. A ton yeah. more. This is you this know, is the so bidding war 2024. Yep. Might be very different than anybody's thinking of just because the amount that are going to be coming due that year. Well, it's and so I'll ask you guys that. Like, so like in, on the other side is, is the AEW side, right? So this goes to mm-hmm. the sale and now to what happened today with Raw. So the AEW side is obviously the big names of MJF, Omega, the Bucks, Ricky Starks. Um, if you're FDR. one of those talents today, if you watch this with, you know, the unknown of what Endeavor is, which is not going to probably be official till November. So just about the time those, all those guys are free agents. And now if you know that Vince is back, uh, we don't know what happened to FTR. Like FTR could have signed a WWE contract already. So they're kind of irrelevant in this conversation. We'll find out what happened to them on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're one of those talents I listed for, um, for the future, and I'll go to you first, Brett. Like, what are you thinking if you're like a Kenny Omega, for example, right now? Well, I mean, you got to be thinking a few weeks ago, the grass certainly looked a little bit greener on the other side. And now all of a sudden yeah. you're maybe pumping those brakes and you're going to reconsider if you really want to make that move at this point. Um, I did want to add that one comment, though, to your about Roman beating Bruno. If he if he survives the money in the bank cash in then I'm on board with you that he's going to, if he survives one cash in, then yeah, I think you might be right. I think he might go for another couple of years, but yeah, I can't see why someone like Kenny or the bucks would want to seeing just based off tonight only. I can't see why they'd want to make that jump. And what happened with Cody, like on the top of everything now, like you more than you and I and Joel talked about this when the, when the Cody thing initially happened and we'll, and we'll let, you know, see how things play out, but now is it a sense of they're going to take Cody off of TV for a while? Like all the energy, I thought like Cody still was over today, but I feel like by the end of the night, like when Cody was getting F5 to the stairs, like one more, one more. I feel like all that now for Cody is gone and maybe you can rebuild to WrestleMania 40, but I don't know. Obviously the Brock situation was to get him far away from the title for now, but by the end of the show, the start of the show, I'm like, okay, he still has a little bit of it. By the end of the show, I'm like, it's gone. Well, Reigns feels like he's going to be off TV for a while, too. Yeah. So, I mean... It looks like we know the main event of the Puerto Rico show. It looks like Bad Bunny and Ray against Priest and Dominic. Which will be, certainly for the live crowd, will be a draw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it doesn't get me wanting to watch. No. You know? It doesn't get me wanting to watch. So I've been impressed with Bad Bunny when you see him. I still... That just... And that's another thing. Is I, I like it when the WrestleMania matches are the culmination of the storyline, and we get fresh matchups going series forward. Series finale. Yeah, uh, it's the series finale. That's exactly it. Yeah. And, and instead, we're going to see, you know, Dominic and Ray continue. And it's like, an, and many of these things feel like they're going to continue. And that to me is uh, pretty boring, uh, <laughs> quite honestly. 
but I was bored many times tonight, so that's not not a big surprise. Um, okay, well, let's. Oh, so obviously, this raw was bad, and it could affect a few news. I want to talk about the before, sale really quick. Before we get before we get yes. to something that's interesting and positive and stuff like that, it won't be positive we're, because <laughs> we're kind of on a sad note. We'll continue. We all that. just all just watched um, this three hour episode of whatever you want to call it. I I <laughs> literally I was to, raw. I called tonight pan, pandemonium because <laughs> all the whole time they were just pandering to the crowd the entire mm-hmm. the entire episode. Um, rest in peace, Bushwhacker Butch. Yeah, passed absolutely. Away, passed away to yeah. passed away today. As as wrestling fans, we we remember the Bushwhackers. We remember the entertainment that they provided us. Um, they were still wrestling to to this day. Like so, um, yeah. Just wanted to say rest in peace because he passed away today. Who was the one that went under the rumble and still did the Bushwhacker thing? Was that Luke or Bush? That was wasn't that Luke? That was Butch. That was Butch. Butch. Okay. Was it? Or maybe it so. was Luke. I thought yeah, I can't remember. It might be Butch. I can't remember either. I always, when I was young, I thought they were twins because to me yeah. they just looked they just looked <laughs> like identical. So I was like, all right, I can't I, tell the difference between the two. I loved them when I was kids. They were yeah. the best. Oh yeah, I. They were very entertaining. I was there at the hall of fame when they went in mm, nice. and they were the highlight of the night they were so much fun when they got people up in the audience especially bret hart doing the whole thing with the arms i mean it was like the biggest pop of the night easily yeah. and you know they were uh 78 years old uh, one five-hour match for Meltzer. in case you're wondering so there is really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think it was against. Uh, I believe it was against the fabulous ones. It was and in the Roman Crockett still doesn't Cup. have one. It was in the Crockett Cup tournament. Wow! Um, back in I think 1986. Crazy. So there you go with the the, the trivia being dropped. Uh, and so that's worth checking out. Um, you know, because if you think of them as the comedy act, then for kids that they were, when they were the sheep herders, they were a pretty violent, vicious yeah, tag team. They were. They had they quite were. a brawl there. Um, and then they re- reinvented themselves uh, in the WWE as that uh, that kids act, and uh, you know, I mean, very memorable. Like one of those, you know, you talk about the gimmicks and they just uh, how memorable the gimmicks are of that era. They're one of the most memorable, I think. That's a fact, definitely. Um, as we go on, I just want to congratulate the UConn Huskies. They're about to be national champions, and shout to LSU. And Angel Reese on being uh, women's champions and absolutely blowing up the women's game yesterday. That was almost the most talked about thing. Some some for the worst part of it yesterday, unfortunately. Um, but Angel Reese, glad that she got a showcase. Glad she did. She's just a sophomore, by the way, too. Yeah. So shout out, uh, shout out Angel Reese, and I disagree with you, Joe Biden. Just so yeah, you know. they can yeah. both come. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Why not both? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna be talking more about that. Uh, we're gonna have some women I, from the uh, some women from the Trojans I mean, just, that come it's on. It's starting to talk hit me though. It's starting yeah. to hit me what you brought up though about Cody. Like it feels like immediately he's gone from being main event Cody Rhodes to on his way to the mid card under Vince. Yep. Yep. With this beatdown. Yeah, like, and it's it, funny that it was Vince's guy too who did it. It was Brock. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It feels well, very much like you know what's funny today too. Brock. 
when when the when the um when the rumors about the creative stuff came out because Vince said I'll be on the upper side during that CNBC thing. So initially Sean Ross Sapp and Meltzer had said, well, he will only be he will only overlook stuff with Brock, with Roman, and the world title. Those are things he'll overlook, but Hunter will still have the final say. He'll just overlook it. But after tonight, that is far from the case. Yeah. But if that is the case that even Brock is a main priority for him, then that makes that what you just brought up more than even worse. Oh yeah, he's not he's not gonna go over Brock. I mean it, He'll lose once and then maybe he'll come back and get it. But like, you know, like a lot of people were comparing the Cena sitting down when he lost to the rock to Cody. I'm like, that is not this story. Roman is not facing Cody at WrestleMania 40. We we can maybe go back and look at this podcast a year from now, but Roman is not facing Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania 40. I can tell you that right now. He's probably facing Dwayne Johnson or somebody else. Not Cody Rhodes. Here's here's, going to be a ridiculous thing. And I don't want to be the one to put this out here, but do it anyway. I have, to, I have to think logically about this. And with Vince being back, WrestleMania 40 is going to be Roman versus Austin Theory. Oh, God no, damn it. No. You're probably right. You're probably yeah, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. They're going to oh, try to make no. Austin Theory a babyface, aren't they? <laughs> like, it's, or, like, oh, no, they already done Logan Paul. Yeah. 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 Or could it be McAfee? No, it's no. gonna be it's gonna be theory. <laughs> right. Yeah. This theory went money in the bank again now. And how long is LA Knight back with the male models? <laughs> this is <laughs> this is what wait till SmackDown. Now we know no, why LA Knight nobody's yeah. even brought up Bronson. Nobody's even brought up Bronson Reed. Yeah, what the f- Yeah, what, what, the is that? That? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> What was that? It's like here's the gimmick that works for Bronson Reed, and now you've given him something else. You've given yeah, him yep. this he's completely a pupil. different gimmick that doesn't suit him. That because he needs to be an entertainer, you know. Yeah. Gargano was off a of raw, nowhere to be seen with Johnny Gargano. It's like who the no. fuck is this guy? Can God I, damn can it! I, can I call you Uncle? Because. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you're like the oh, teacher. Man. You teach me things, and I'm a pupil. And what's the like, point what? of the Street Profits doing the job tonight? Of getting the win at WrestleMania and then doing the job tonight? What's the point of that? All that I, does I is take know. away a potential team for the to challenge them yeah, with yeah. no build. Yep. You know, I it thought was, we were going to see Pretty Deadly tonight. Honestly, I thought that's who was going to come out. That'd be great. They were super entertaining the NXT show. Yeah. Yeah. They were great. They were awesome. Um, all right, let's get to. We'll get back to kind of some of the mania booking in a second here. Uh, <laughs> just the, just the sales side of things, um, and we've kind of talked about a little bit because it, it obviously factored onto the show tonight. Vince, the, the ironic part and the kind of funny part about the whole thing to me is that Vince is a higher position in the UFC now than Dana is, mm-hmm. which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> few things I took away from it is, I mean. They were, you know, from the very start today with Hunter being like, yeah, nothing will change. This is, this is, not going anywhere. It's like, no one worried about that, Hunter. No one was worried yeah. that WWE was just going to disappear. That was no one's concern. What happened tonight was everybody's concern. That was the concern that everybody had. Nobody had the concern that it was going away. And now we have a lot of concerns about where this is going to go. Um, I bet you anything that Clash of the Castle is going to be in Ireland and it's going to fa- he's going to face Connor. If not at SummerSlam, he will be facing Conor McGregor, Roman will, within the calendar year, 100%. Uh, I've also seen a lot of mixed martial art fans are really pissed off 
really pissed off about the merger and having to be associated with WWE. Now, I know Morton and I have kind of leered away from watching UFC as much as we did. I know, Senator, you watch a lot, so I have this question for you. But, Brett, how much mm-hmm. UFC have you still been watching before I um, – It hasn't been a lot over the last couple of years. Like, I watch a big a big like marquee fight once in a while, but not okay. – I don't sit down to watch a show. So th- this question specifically for Senator then. So, Senator, uh, as you be the big UFC representation that we have here, since they have gone to Endeavor, have you seen the same UFC or have you seen things change a little bit? Things have definitely changed. Uh, for the worse or for the better? Endeavor. It depends on how you look at it. Because if you're looking at it from a business side for them, it was for the better. Because they've been putting on shows pretty much every weekend. Like they did they did two major UFC cards in a month. I think it was uh, February, like pretty much like the end of January and February, right? right. Like they did two major UFC cards in that time um but i think the problem that they have now is that because they're putting on so many cards there's fight nights there's the main ufc ones like all of these ones happening pretty much every saturday there's a fight is that it's taking away from and then you have dana white's contender series then you have the ultimate fighter show like you have all these things happening that they're not able to actually generate stars anymore like back yeah. back when connor was coming up connor was that guy because he had ireland he trash talked he won but if he fought two times in a year you knew those were two major fights you had to go watch and what right? happened with francis and ganyu because that was the big that was for me someone and i think i could probably speak mm-hmm. for the three of us people yeah. that didn't weren't really watching the product anymore it seemed like they started to have someone with francis and ganyu and then everything went crazy, and they did a WWE. From my understanding, listening to John Pollock, they did like a WWE type of edit of editing him out of stuff. Yeah. So Francis, so Francis, um, nearing the ending of his contract, he wanted to get more money. So there was offers for him to do boxing. So then he was looking at trying to get a lot more money than, like, to be the highest paid fighter in the UFC. And then they they were like, yeah, you can do it, but you have to fight John Jones. And then it became a whole back and forth thing of if John Jones is willing to sign the contract, if Nganu is going to sign the contract, then Nganu asked for his release. He was granted his release. Dana White says he's never he's never allowing Nganu to come back here, which has worked out perfect for them because John Jones stepped in and now he's a champion. Right, so that but is was... that is that his choice though? So if Ari or even I guess Vince now said they want Francis Ngannou back, they technically could, right? They wouldn't because he only had one fight left on his contract, anyways. Mm-hmm. So when they yeah. released him from his contract, it wasn't like he had a major fight deal, or whatever. And right now, there hasn't really he hasn't really gotten the money. Like he wants to fight Tyson Fury, right? But like that money isn't gonna isn't right there for him so some if he does go back he's gonna go back on a regular contract you know what i mean so um they're in a good place when it comes to who's their champion at right now but overall until he's arrested again until yeah john jones is stupid again exactly right so there's there's those issues there where there's not enough actual name stars there's no gsp there's no 
There's no Khabib. There's, There's no, not even a guy no, like a Sean Shirk. Like Sean Shirk was like <laughs> a guy that like the mid-level guy that people knew. It's like, oh, Sean Shirk's yeah. fighting. Cool. Yeah. They don't They're have that kind of up, guy. They were building up um, Izzy. And Patty. Izzy, yep. took, Izzy took the loss to Alex. And yeah. so they quickly said, you know what? We're doing the rematch, hoping that Izzy can get the belt back. But if he doesn't, then he's out of there. Like there's not the name. They've been building up Patty Pimlin. For all of them. And then he, he people turned on him because yep. he had everyone thought he lost his last fight, but then they gave him the win. So mm-hmm. like it's it's UFC is turning into boxing mm. and not in the greatest of ways. So at it's, this current moment, they're still they're profitable, they're all that stuff, but overall, the amount of people that I used to watch UFC events with or talk to UFC with that has gone down a lot. I'm probably one of the only people that still consistently watches from all the people that I used to like have UFC. I used to throw UFC like parties where after the party yeah. we would actually have like music and stuff like that and like turn it into like a club setting. I used to go to brew house for them all the time. Yeah, it's not like that no. right now. So, uh, I pretty much break. nailed exactly why it is I left. Yeah. You know, why I stopped watching because it got to me, it got to be so many events and so many different guys that I could no longer felt the connection to anybody mm-hmm. in particular mm-hmm. because I, it was so many people that, that I was seeing and nobody was standing out. Nobody was becoming that star to me because it was just one replaceable fighter after another replaceable fighter and so many events that it became a too time consuming and b uh, too many people to follow. I mean, back in the day, I mean, I, I could follow, you know, UFC and I could follow another company. I was often able to follow mm-hmm. even a lesser company and know all the fighters. And then it, it became, felt like it became impossible to know them all. Also, Tyson Fury would light Nagano up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I hope that yeah, doesn't happen. It's a different sport. Uh, he would light him up. It'd be embarrassing. Yeah. Brett, the two questions about you for the sale. Number one, just kind of your overall thoughts on the sale, and then kind of uh, we'll kind of do a round on this of the the elephant in the room, which is the pay per view model and potentially paying for pay per views again. Oh God. Um. Well, <laughs> paying for pay per views. I mean, like I, at least I have the network currently, so I'm hoping that that won't become something that's gonna like watching it through the network's not going to be gone. Um, I mean, with the sale, yeah, I'm very curious to see how things go. I think the thing I'm most interested in seeing is, are we going to have a, I don't want to call it an invasion, but sort of like an AEW when they had American Top Team come in, are they going to start seeing a lot of this crossover now? Are we going to see Daniel Cormier? Are we going to see Colby Covington? Or who are we going to see from the UFC make an appearance? Because a lot of those guys are fans of the product and, have often said when their fighting career is done, they might come over. I think you will. Now I there's an opportunity for them to do both. The, I they don't do think those... you're going to see a lot. I, well, I honestly, no, not I... much, but but you can also couple... see the side of you know they do those NIL deal, those NIL camps at at Mania, SummerSlam. Now it'll probably be a cross NL, NLI camp, right? They'll do yeah. like who's who can be a pro wrestler, who can be a mixed martial artist, and they'll separate them uh, between the two of them now. And if they feel like someone that is losing some of their fights isn't coming along as a mixed martial artist. They'll put them to the performance center and see what they can do there because they can go both ways with them now. Yeah. And on a, a less serious note, um, 
now we're going to see the Brawl for All 2 come out. It's going to be anime style. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. man. Who's oh, the Bart Gun? So... Who is the Bart Gun? Who is the Bart Gun? <laughs> you know, I, I think you'll see a synergy in promotion. Yeah. But, yeah. And, and you'll see people then promoted at the same events, like uh, outside events or whatever. You might see, you know, at the Super Bowl, UFC champion and WWE champion, you know, yeah. that type of thing. You know, I think you'll see that type of synergy. But as far as maybe you, they'll try and do a super card where it's four bouts of each, mm, and, and that's see interesting. If, and see if they can do that, and see if they can pull it off, and create enough buzz and, and convert fans from the other. Maybe they'll do that. But as far as like um, an do you think more than we would see that next like that, WrestleMania? Do you think there'll be a conversation? I, I think that... you. I think WrestleMania is already big enough that you don't want to do that there mm-hmm. i think you want to create a new event to try and make it a, a around mm-hmm. the same level as mania the, the well, you've heard you got, have you heard the name the, the rumor name of the company no tko tony Khan's but... organization <laughs> well, and, and, and speaking of tony Khan, we'll remember that we had american top team invading in aw yeah, that's what Brett was saying. a yeah. lot of buzz for them no it, you know it, it 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 was there, but it wasn't a huge. Well, didn't that one guy you know, get hurt, like Jose Alvarado or whatever? He didn't he get hurt? Maybe I'm not sure. I don't really recall. Yeah, Paige Van Zant just disappeared. Paige Van Zant just she disappeared from everything except for yeah, only she had the most potential, and, and she disappeared. Yeah. But the other thing is. Uh, as far as the pay-per-views is concerned, a lot of this is, we don't know the wording in the contract with Peacock and WWE. It's not well, like we do. It, that's we do. what it's going to come down to. It, it, is, it stays a streaming platform till 2025. Um, so okay. it will stay a streaming platform till 2025. However, however, uh, with the TV deals coming up, you do have to wonder if, uh, if Endeavor wants to keep Synergy going and wants to move these shows to Disney as they have the ongoing deal with ESPN plus and they could move WWE to ESPN plus. They could say we're moving there right now and raw will be on ABC. SmackDown will be on ESPN. Let's just say. And after the Peacock deal stops in 2025, then you have to get ESPN plus, and then you have to pay for the pay-per-views that way. I could, I could also see something like that happen. I could also see a situation happen where they only charge you for the big four or only change you for mania. I mean, when the network happened initially, I thought that's what they should have done. Realistically, I thought business-wise, they should have just charged WrestleMania overall. And maybe, maybe that's right. what they'll start to do next year. Maybe they'll have a conversation with Peacock and be like, "You're charging for WrestleMania. The rest you don't have to charge for, but we're charging for WrestleMania." You just made and, my head, well. Head that's hurts. the thing. Again, you say there has to say a streaming service, but is there any exceptions? Is that a certain? Well, Peacock it, it, has it as only streaming, so it is up to Peacock's decision. It's Peacock's discretion. It's not Endeavor's, so it's Peacock's choice, not Endeavor's right now. Well, that's the thing, though. I mean, we again, you don't know. I mean, yes, they have to say a streaming service. We know that. We don't know if they if they have to uh, stream a certain amount, and if they go over that amount, now it can become a pay per view, for yeah. instance. Well, it, it, like, the like say thing they is- have to do sixteen events a year for Peacock. If they do 18, they can put two on as pay-per-views. We don't know if the wording reads that way or it doesn't read that yeah. way. Well, you know, that type of thing. We, we just don't know those details. I just Before you go, say... Senator, the interesting thing is, too, of the Saudi deal, Ari, Ari Emanuel 
does not get along with the Saudi government and he's had back and forth with them. And there had been thoughts about it not going. And he had the choice to excommunicate the Saudi deal. And he decided to keep it now because it's a hundred million dollars and he just paid $9 billion for WWE. So on that side, he decided to keep that going. Who knows what that means in the future? The deal goes to 2028. So we'll see where that goes anyway, Senator. Um, so you just made my head hurt about something <laughs> and it's not, it's not about the wording of stuff. It's not about any of that. It's if WWE goes to Disney with this merger, that means that Stephen A. Smith is going to be called as a guest <laughs> commentator. That's happening regardless. We no, were, no, no. We were... Right, no, right now we get to see him see him interview people. But if you remember when Endeavor bought UFC, yeah, and they went over to ESPN Plus, they used to bring Stephen A. Smith on at the end of it to to give his thoughts on what the fights were. So, and, so Senator, are you telling were me horrible that horrible the whole t- every time I saw him, I was like, why is he here? Are you telling me we're going to get a saving with Stephen A and Max? And they'd be like, one-on-one in a match for everything. What are you going to take? I'm going to take Doink the Clown. Like stuff like it's going to be, it's going to be worse than when the Saudi uh, president wanted Yokozuna in the Battle Royal. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> like... I just can't, man. My head, my head hurts. Clearly, like, these like, guys. I've, I've when, had when to I think deal about, with this depressing episode of Raw and this, like, when I think of this deal, uh, and I think of you know what you're mentioning about Disney and them, them Raw on ABC. I don't think you're going to see them at any point in time put Raw in major competition with Monday Night Football. I mean, well, you know, that's the, that could do that. Just that's that's an, well, yeah. they could just do SmackDown then. They could choose to do SmackDown. Yeah, SmackDown, I could see, but not not Raw. That's that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, or they could just say away. Raw Raw's on the app. You can watch Raw on the app, and it's not on on the main channel. More than I appreciate, I appreciate what you just tried to do, but that still doesn't eliminate the Stephen A. problem. Okay, I just <laughs> he was just, great like a month ago on the Howard Stern show. That was tremendous. Dude, he hustles. I, I have nothing but respect. As I a respect his. I respect his hustle. Yeah. I just don't need his takes on. No, him and him and Skip no, Bayless ruined television. Him and Skip Bayless ruined his television. On Howard Stern, he was allowed to be uncensored. He dropped f bombs like every other word. Yeah. And yeah. I swear to God, I never laughed so hard because it's Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> um, so I'm just trying to think of anything else from the sale. So obviously Vince is in the position he's in. Um, Hunter is still chief creative content, but we saw that's all bullshit today. Um, am um, I missing anyone have any last kind of parts of the sale before I kind of move on to maybe we yes, can be um, a little bit more positive? Go ahead, Senator. Yes, I am very worried about so everyone was talking about talent that they're worried about. Yeah. Me personally, I am worried about William Regal. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Because well, he was around WWE for how long? And then they released him. And that's why he went to AEW. And well, who released back. him? Who released him? You know for sure it's not Triple H. Because Triple nope. H, as soon as he could bring him back, brought him back, made him a vice president, gave him a higher title, even agreed to not have him on TV for a year. So that just because he wanted Isn't to he the president to... right now, too? Is he like he, the president vice president, Vice president of... Um, talent scouting or something like that like it's it's in a way so that he can 
help his son out who's mm-hmm. in NXT, but also do what he does best, which is scout talent from all this different stuff. And as much as they were doing the NIL, they were starting to move back into looking at as talent with names from other mm-hmm. organization. And who Great better way. who better to do that? Yeah. Than William Regal. But Vince being Vince going out of his mind right now, especially thinking that that mustache looks good on him. Like <laughs> I, I'm so worried about about William Regal. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I'm I'm worried about Regal. I'm not as worried about that as I am Stephen A. Smith. But <laughs> um, well, I know, mean, if Regal, Regal <laughs> well, the rumors are true too. Regal's gonna have to face have to fight off the new manager of the B uh, the Black uh, Pool Combat Club because apparently the rumors is it's gonna be Nigel McGuinness. For the sense. new manager. Oh, that makes sense. It does make yeah. sense. So that would be absolutely fantastic. Um, the yeah, last bit Wolf. of the the last little bit of of being upset, and then we'll get positive to get out of here. Um, this was a really bad week for storybook endings. Um, <laughs> between Mark between Mark Briscoe, uh, Eddie Kingston, and then Cody Rhodes, I guess. Ray, kind of, I guess you could have, but between the three ones, you, if I would have told you if we came on here and we're like, well, who, who, whose storybook finish are you looking forward to the most? Mark Briscoe's, Ed Kingston's, or Cody's? You're like, well, you know, I want to put Mark Briscoe in there because that's so obvious. Like, I, I don't even need to put in there. That one's going to be the best. Like, I'm really looking, or do they going to main event with it? I don't know what happened there. With, uh, maybe there's a bigger plan, but... That one really made me scratch my head. When Joe made him tap out, I think I was watching the Hall of Fame at that time, so I didn't have commentary on it. I was double screening it. And I was like, I I must have watched – they must have gone to an old replay from an old Joe and Briscoe match because there's no way that Joe just tapped out Mark Briscoe. Tony <laughs> uh, Khan is a sick fan. Yeah. <laughs> tell you. Not because he made Mark Briscoe, not because he booked Mark Briscoe to lose. That's not it. Why would you pan to his family? I know. You are a sick man. Well, we could say the same thing for WWE with the John, John Huber's family as well this week. Well, yeah. they didn't pan to them at the very end, did they? Um, no, no, they no. did. They they kept the camera on Cody. Whatever. I'm saying. Yeah, I don't after, think they showed Brandy even. They showed Brandy at the beginning. Not at the end. Like when, like not at the, not end. At the end. Like no. none, of, none of the family at the end. Mark Briscoe lost. People are heartbroken at this point. The daughters are consoling each other. So what do you do? Let's get, let's get this on camera. Yeah. Tony, wow. you are a sick man. <laughs> let me just let you know. And yeah. uh, it's the, like, the last, the it's last like thing the complaint. If the guy had uh, was hit in the head in front of his kids with the chair. 15 20 times you know and you cut to the cut to the family there i mean you would never didn't mess up noel and dewey yeah uh the the last super negative thing because i do want to lighten it up a little bit uh morton just complained about i know you were and we all were were really scared for what happened to dante martin it sounds like it's not as bad as we thought but uh obviously the scariest spot of i mean that and the fin spots were the two really gut-wrenching ones but i already brought up the fin spot but uh mm-hmm. that the don the the martin one is something that you know this has been kind of out of control with tk and his athletes for a while and this kind of was the pinnacle this week yeah no uh I, i've been saying this for a while i think i've said it on the podcast before 
Uh, I know I've said it to you guys privately before that they need to bring these guys back about 25% because you're going to start like the amount of injuries that we're going to start to see from these spots is they're, they're constantly trying to outdo each other, right? Everybody mm-hmm. wants to grab that attention. Everybody wants to go viral. Everybody wants this. You see, I mean, Sammy Guevara, I really think is going to die on TV. Yep. Some point with the stuff he does. Uh, I really think, and that's, this is the injury that should wake them up mm-hmm. because it was gruesome. Um, this is the injury that should wake them up. To, let's dial it back 25%. WWE did this years ago. You'll remember there was a point where Matt or Jeff Hardy was doing stuff and, and eventually, and you know, Foley then come, like, came off the cage and Hardy was trying to top that. Mm-hmm. And eventually they just said, okay, we're going to make the, we're going to make the ring a softer to land on. We're going to bring crash pads in and we're going to dial the guys back. And they did. And they decided to go to more of a storytelling match than a spot match. Jericho did this with Will Ospreay. Jericho said like, Will, if you keep on going the way you're going to go, you are one of the most talented guys I've ever seen. If you go this way, Will, you will not have that. And I mean, Will has been going at that soft stake and now he has another injury right now because at kind of and the, he's the rate actually he dialed goes. it back. Yeah. Yes, he has yeah. actually dialed it back, and and he's still, you know, his body is already beat up though, like he's fifty year old guy, you know, and he's late twenties. Yeah, uh, but yeah, in TK needs to just dial it back just about twenty five percent, and just say, look, let's be cautious in our in our spots. Let's be yeah. We'll try to yes, we can do Kingo. spectacular spots. Well, you try. Yeah, I know. Try and tell them though, you know, let's be cautious, more cautious in the spots, more, more, more thought out in our in our big spots. Have them more rarely, have them be more impactful, have them be safer, but look more spectacular because we're not seeing them all the time. And no more destroyers and, for like a year, please. <laughs> yeah. oh, please. You know, so, we're so overdone at this point. When Scott Demore did one, I was like, you know what? It's 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 time to call it a wrap. That's the last straw. That's a, that's Williams is rolling in his <laughs> yeah. grave. I just want to say this to everybody here, though, because we're about to we're about to pick it up. Okay, yeah. we're about to get positive, and as Ollie. much as much as we had to sit through that horrible episode of Raw, and. <laughs> We what did you think to, of Raw, by the way, Senator? My bad. I, I don't think I explained it enough. That horrible, <laughs> terrible episode of Raw. I just want everyone to realize that we are not Shane McMahon at this point. Oh, no. Father like son. And what yep. I mean by that is not only did he tear his quad, but remember, he sold off all his shares also oh let's not forget oh no he wanted vince to buy ufc yeah yeah he did yeah he did did. so he tore his quad the next day they announced the sale and he has no stocks in the company and wasn't he an agent of rory and then he left rory before he signed the deal with live golf Yes. So, oh. as bad as a three-hour raw are, prayers up for Shane. 
Well, you yeah. know, uh, he should never have been out there. <laughs> he never should have been out there in that situation. As soon as he's out there, I'm like, it's my two favorites, The Miz and Shane. Great. <laughs> yep. You know, reignite that I, feud. Yeah, exactly. And then <laughs> you remember that classic. <laughs> you know, he tears his quad, and, you, and you're like, Stephanie's the only person in the family who hasn't torn a quad now. You know, uh, Hunter did. You know, Shane has now triple, or, you know, Linda her dad tore both at the same has. time. Oh, if Linda, has. Linda hasn't yet. Uh, I, well, robots don't have quads. <laughs> oh, <true. laughs> but yeah, no, I just wanted to say that to the thing to pick up the mood because pick up well, the I'll, mood. I'll pick up the mood I, really I, quick. I, I, so I wish, I wish, I felt so bad for Dante. I wish I didn't laugh so hard when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a shame, but I did. Uh, I, I popped. I <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go around now, kind of just do like our favorite moments of the week. Um. I'll just start really quick and then I'll let you, uh, and then I'll go to Brett to them more and then I'll finish off with you, Senator. I'll go a little bit yeah. quicker. Uh, my, my, which is everything for Kenyo this week, just getting to watch him do more of the commander match uh, at ROH was unbelievable. And then not even four hours later, he goes to spring break and has the match with Mike Bailey. And I know probably a lot of people aren't going to watch George and the spring break, watch it just for the Mike Bailey and uh Vikinio match that was unbelievable. Mike Bailey had 10 matches in three days, by the way, Canadian mm-hmm. boy. <laughs> Did unbelievable. Uh, that was absolutely just Vikinho took his took his reputation this week to another level. I don't know what his AAA status contract is, but whenever it's done, man, he's going to generate all the buzz. He at Forbidden Door. I know everyone wants Will and Kenny. Please give me Will and Vikinho. That's that's oh, the yeah. match I want. Yeah. That's the match I really want. Um, Ray coming out to Eddie's. I, I got a little bit emotional to that. That the whole Ray stuff. Ray all week. Conan unbelievable i wish they would have used the old uh filthy animal theme song that was my only disappointment i wanted that because that that slaps that's such a good theme song but everything with ray was good dom coming out and having to jail although the pre-show when they showed ashvitz not great <laughs> good thing they edited that out <laughs> didn't show ashvitz <laughs> instead of actual jail uh but everything with the ray stuff was uh was really really cool and then just you know how dare you how dare you what how dare you not everything with the race stuff do you not forget the cinnamon toast crunch and, <laughs> and they got 20 million dollars like, for that man not everything with the race they got 20 million dollars 98 percent like why that was, was there Roca too by the way did you know that that was so Roca in the cinnamon toast yeah it was so Roca. oh so, really so they yeah. so they didn't put her in the ladder match which she deserved to be in yeah to put her in the cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. You got twenty million dollars. I'm not mad at it. You got to make that money. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but yeah, that the Ray stuff was awesome. Uh, the and then um, and then the tag match was great. And then I guess one last negative thing for me, really quick, just because that's where it is. Ric Flair is just a piece of shit. Just when he did the Muda thing, and he kind of talked about Muda. It was like, here's all the Japanese wrestlers that I wrestled, that I had a good time wrestling. It's all about me, Ric Flair, because I'm the best. The Flairs took the biggest L from me. Everything Charlotte said this week, super annoying. Flair at the Hall of Fame was a big L. It sucks we couldn't have Sting do it, but then Conan came and Conan was the highlight of the week. It was absolutely fantastic. But Vikinho, he's my biggest winner of the week. I thought everything Vikinho did, I'm just excited to see more of him, Brett. Uh, I mean, obviously the Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, like that was a yeah. fantastic match. Like that's kind of the gimme. Um, Gunter retaining the IC yes. title. Did not see that coming. That was probably my match of the whole weekend. It yeah. was just 
nonstop fun. And it it didn't follow like your traditional triple threat where it's like all these three person spots. It was just or like one sits out of the yeah, or when one guy just like sits out of the ring for five minutes and then they do yeah. the, you know, the other two guys do their thing. It was just, it was a really fun, like 15 minutes. Um, and then I guess my, yeah, my personal favorite part of the weekend was Indy Hartwell winning the NXT women's title. Cause I'm such a oh, big Dexter. Indie. That was cool. And I was and so happy to see her. I've been waiting for her to get her moment in NXT for like two years now. And it just felt really cool to see her win that one. Did you, did you see on, um on social they they panned up. Uh, there was a social uh, video of the crowd saw Grayson Waller in the NXT box. Said you tapped out, and he's like, "But I'm here for free, you fucking marks." <laughs> 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 he gets it. He gets it. Yeah, uh, he's he, good. He does. He does. Uh, Morton. Well, I mean, obviously the tag match uh, again. Uh, it's almost makes you wonder if Cody had been night one and the tag match had been night two. Mm. If we could have taken this raw, you know, <laughs> if all of a sudden it would be like, well, at least he finished WrestleMania on a high. Um, When's the last WrestleMania on a high, by the way? It's been a while. And, and it's, again, it came back to, well, I mean, Becky? It's Vince, I guess right? it's Becky. It's Becky. one of the things that uh, when Vince was in charge, it was always got to get heat on the heel, got to get heat on the heel, got to get heat on the heel. We saw that when? again this weekend. So, sorry, sorry, sorry. You said when? When Vince was when in charge? Was. He's, yeah. he's previously he's, more he's, the he first time his, his last time yeah. the last time vince was in mm-hmm. charge the last time vince was and it's good just for the kids to see that there's consequences to your actions mm. you know it's nice to know that they can they can learn from life you know and know that if you're a bad person and do horrible things and uh treat people awful that uh you know you'll pay for it because you know i mean you, vince mcmahon Vince McMahon uh, had to pay out seventeen million or something like that. Of course, then he signed a con- a, a contract with the company and got like seven and a half. Martin, million it's back not worse than well. Dana White oh. having to take the responsibility for himself and live with it. That's not worse. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. has to live with it. Like no punishment could yeah. be as bad as him having to live with it. No, he's got to like he's got to look in the mirror himself in the morning. He does. He's yeah. got that mirror surrounded mirror. by diamonds. Yeah, and he's got to say to himself, "I I have to live. I have to look with your face." You know, I created um, power slap. That's bad enough. Yeah. Talk about yeah. Really, he should be fired just for that. Yeah. But <laughs> but yeah, I mean the the I mean that is the highlight to me because it's the tag match. I mean the. The three-way the IC match was fantastic as a match, mm-hmm. but as far as the emotional roller coaster, this is again, and even the emotional roller coaster that they managed to put you on during the Cody match, where it was like you never for sure felt like for sure he was gonna win, but damn you hoped it. And they made you hope. And that's what WWE does better than any company in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's make you go on when they're telling their stories properly. They make you go on an emotional journey like no other company. And they did that with Ray, for instance. They did that with, you know, the tag match. They did that with the IC match. They did that with, yeah. They did that many, many times this weekend. Made Mm -hmm. you go on that emotional roller coaster where it's like, yes, you know what you're watching isn't, is, is, is booked, but you're into the story. 
And when they do yeah. that, then they're, then they're on fire. I mean, Revolution is probably the best pay-per-view I've seen in years, and it's still the show of the year without any I have Wrestle Kingdom. For me, I have Wrestle Kingdom still, but uh, I, I mean, for me, like Revolution is the best show. Like I said, not just this year. I think it's seen years. When you're wow. talking that many matches that are five stars, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but WWE giving you an emotional roller coaster is above any other company, and uh, you know, props that, to them for, for the storytelling. That's the hard thing about that final match before you get to you, Senator. I bought in. Like I, I was on the on the thousand day train, but then it was you know he did the the flip flop roll and then he did the dust and punch. He did the gold dust punch and then he goes into the crossroads. Just like he's doing the Rhodes legacy on the road to finishing the story. This is beautiful, and then they ripped it away from us, uh, Senator. All right, so y'all already took pretty much all my answers so i'm gonna go with different ones. so yeah. one the pure joy that candace LeRae had when she saw indy with the belt after oh that was real that was awesome good call that was that was one for me um two titus o'neill on commentary <laughs> during the tag team Can i have an actual question for this <laughs> better than booker t can I say uh, well, I sugar honey decide. iced tea on a broadcast? Do you think I can get away with saying sugar honey iced tea on a broadcast? <laughs> yeah, well, he did more than once. I was trying to decide who watches less of the product, uh, Titus or Booker T. <laughs> <laughs> Booker. Booker. No, Booker. no, it has to be Titus because in, the tag, in the tag match, he just kept saying, I don't know about Go to police. But he's, I don't know about Otis. I just know he's. He sweats a lot. He sweats a lot. Dude is sweating. Call the police. Call the police. Oh, both of them don't watch. I don't know about this Dragon Lee kid. I don't know anything about him. At least we don't know anything about At least I don't know anything about him. (laughs) He actually said that. At least I don't. Uh, Well, no, you wouldn't want to study up on him after all he's there now. No, I don't want to learn about him. What was he called? The cardiac, uh, the cardiac kick. He called it the cardio kick. The cardio kick. And then they're like, the cardiac kick. He's like, same thing. Same thing. They killed him on the pre show for that, though. The pre show was actually a lot of fun this year, I got to say. That was a highlight for me. The pre show was a lot of fun with Barrett. Kevin Patrick was the best. That was MLS Kevin Patrick. Can we get MLS Kevin Patrick? That's all I'm asking for. Yeah, no. Titus O'Neill just. Constantly saying that Otis was sweaty just made me laugh the entire yeah. time. He made yeah. the uh, point, definitely. Yeah. Um, I actually ha- want to give it up for that tag team showcase match. Yeah. Because, yep. because they, yeah, they did what they had to do to try keeping the crowd there. And I think, yeah, Josh, I messaged you on the Sunday and I was like, oh, Sunday, no titles change sense. Yeah. Nope. So Saturday, it was like, we're going to give you the pure joy that you guys want. Because yeah. at the Sunday, end of Sunday night, <laughs> we are letting you know you're going home horrible. It's like and... Vince and TK got together. And TK is like, you know what worked really good for Ring of Honor? Is Not making no anybody title, happy. No titles change hand on Saturday? On Sunday. Uh, no titles Sunday. change Sunday. on Sunday. Okay, okay. That yeah. Saturday. Gu- Gunther retained. Bianca title. retained. And Roman retained. Did any cha- yeah. t- titles change at Ring of Honor? 
No. Uh, uh, no, Shibata. Yes. Shibata. Shibata, Shibata won. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, also, Bianca's entrance. That was awesome. Um, and then God actually hearing the story about God the, damn it. About the young Little girl's girl. mom who yep, passed yeah. away that morning but still yeah. wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. So I think that whole story, and I appreciate Triple H for actually mentioning that and stuff in the you could feel conference. that that was like yeah. a father that was a father of three daughters when he talked about the press conference you could feel that shit yeah so those to me are always always a highlight and i always just love when byron doesn't choose byron doesn't choose um nyc diva but triple h <laughs> always makes sure to choose her like mm-hmm. it just always makes me laugh because he never he really, oh and Nick Nick Houseman, oh, Nick Houseman like, getting dunked You on. have a problem with questions <laughs> at Mediac Scrums. It's like, don't you, don't you, uh, don't you like do ad libs? You like like to do improv, right? Roman to Nick Houseman because of did that. you see it that? Like... Did you see that, Morton? No, I didn't see that. So no. Nick Nick Houseman's the one that asked Punk. Uh, I don't know if you know this, Brett, either. Nick Houseman's is the guy that asked Punk about Colt Cabana. Um, so when Roman. Remember. And Heyman were up. He asked them about this, the Endeavor sale. And and Heyman's like, you have the tribal chief here. You could ask any question. And that's the question you ask. He's like, you have a you have a problem with stirring things up and asking bad questions, don't you? <laughs> and then he and then triple and then triple H when he was starting his part, he goes, Yeah, Nick, get your question out the way. Cause no, he's like, Nick, I'm not even gonna answer your question. I'm just gonna address the elephant in the room. Uh we're here to talk about WrestleMania. Yeah. And that, that was it. Like wow. they wouldn't answer any of Nick's questions. Yeah. Uh, but the, the the highlight of the weekend was still karma going, I got something for you, bitch. And then Shane McMahon tore his quad. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the, and if you haven't, go watch DDT and watch the take team the pheromones. Because <laughs> that was a treat. <laughs> you, if you don't know about the pheromones take team. <laughs> Go and check that out because that was something. Uh, yeah, that was something. I was wide awake to DDT this week. <laughs> Thanks, White Plus. That was something. Seeing the pheromones. There was no. Nah, there was there was some really good stuff. There was some really funny stuff this weekend too. Uh, there was the. I don't know what it is. Again, this is a GCW show, so I think it's like Yakashima or something. It's like kind of kind of a doll, right? And. Um, He's kind of like this overweight gentleman, kind of carries him around and everything like that. And one guy, GCW, like attacks him and he has like his big, like brooding guy. He's holding the doll. He's like, I'm sick of this fucking sports entertainment shit. This is fucking GCW and we don't fucking play around with this bullshit. He's beating the shit out of the handler. And so this big guy has the doll and the doll starts shaking and slapping him in the face. Like, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? The doll starts slapping him. He gets around his waist and gives the big guy a German suplex. Like this is fantastic. Wow. Cornette's probably just losing. Cornette's his loving it. Yeah. yeah, that's got to be his favorite of the weekend. Yeah, yeah. That, that's Where the thing. I that's the thing. I I enjoyed a lot this week was just at its purest. That's why the Cody thing's such a bummer because like it's such a good exclamation point of what was a fun week for me. Like getting to watch Bloodsport for the first time, getting to see Spring Break for the first time. These are things I normally don't get to watch, mm-hmm. and actually having free time, which with my schedule as a broadcaster. The last uh, little bit, I don't. What what the fuck is free time? Brett knows. Uh, what is fucking free time? Um, <laughs> and so getting to have this time to kind of watch some extra stuff here was really cool, and getting 
to jump into it. And now I think we can all speak for everyone here when I can say like, it's nice to have tomorrow and there's no wrestling. We'll have dynamite yes. on Wednesday and then a really big Japan show. Uh, there's, this NXT. there's NXT. There's NXT. I don't think anyone's so, watching NXT. I no, watch NXT. Either. So no, no, yeah. but, but I mean, you said you watched like 40 hours worth of wrestling this weekend. I mean, I, I watched a lot. Yeah. You watched a lot. Yeah. I, I have one question for you guys of the three of you. Um, what do you think storyline wise is more likely to pay off properly in the end? Cody's chase or whatever the storyline and chase is for Mark Briscoe? Briscoe. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you could see him winning the world title and Joe being his first title defense. Like I could see that being the long-term storyline. He's never beat towards. Joe, right? He, no. I think He's that's never the story. beat Joe in a one on one, only in tag matches. Yeah. yeah. It'll beat him in a one on one match. With everything that happened today, I know Joel has pitched it too in the past, but I'm debating going into Honor Club now after like if like if Raw's gonna be like this, like, well, Honor Club doesn't sound too bad. Mm-hmm. If they could uh, get in front of their own crowd instead of, you know, like yeah. a small venue and or you know, being taped or and even uh, even getting more into stardom. I'd love to get more into stardom. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if Bailey and Oscar are free agents, like especially if, if Bailey and Oscar are free agents, like the rumor is right now, and they if they join Stardom along with Mercedes, like uh, that would be a game changer. I know EO. It sounds like she may be going to AEW, which is great. That's awesome for her. Yeah. Um, but uh, that would be really really cool. And I'm really excited for this Japan show this week. I don't know if we'll do a show after AEW this week, but uh, I've never seen it. Is it AZM? I believe. I've never really AZM, seen yeah. her. So I'm really excited to see her, and I forgive me on the other athletes that's with fighting uh, Mercedes, but that match is going to be awesome. And Sonata might beat Okada. That seems like the buzz right now. So, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. It should be a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, it was a wild week. We had a, a sale. We had dolls wrestling. We had what is the pheromones, uh, and then we had. Uh, a fantastic two night, well, a fantastic one and a half nights of WrestleMania that happened, and then um, whatever tonight was, whatever yeah. what was your was. worst match out of the weekend. I have to ask. My worst match? Um, yeah, anybody's. Oh, the Not fucking. That I want to focus on the negative. But the Nick Gage, the Nick Gage mat tag match uh, with Effie. That was. I wasn't that was into bad. That. Yeah, that I just. Sounds... That's got to be bad. Nick I Gage wasn't into it. I wasn't into it with all the pizza cutters and all the. It was just. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah, I'm just not. I'm not into it. As I, far as I WWE, was, uh, the women's showcase. Um, as far as WWE, for like for me, the worst match was the scene on Austin Theory and and that was bad too. I yeah. really, yeah. I I really don't want to see. Like, I would like to see Cena go out in a good match, and I'm trying to think of who's the Baron guy Corbin. Who's the guy who can carry him now to a four-star match? Death. Because he's not Seth. able to do it by himself anymore. Seth or AJ. Obvious last two times we've seen him. It's Seth or AJ. Yeah, Seth. probably Seth or AJ. Yeah. AJ yeah. or Cody. Yeah. Because for storytelling-wise, storytelling, they, yeah. and they're old school. But um, for me, my worst match of the, of the weekend – would have to be the women's tag team match in NXT for the championship. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Yeah. yeah, that show fell off a cliff. It was doing so well to the final mm-hmm. two matches. Yeah, like I, I wanted, I wanted um, 
I still think it's pretty horrible that the Chase U schism match was on the pre-show. Yeah, I was so mad. I watched the show and then I was like, I feel like I'm missing a a match and I had to go back and watch it. And now Grizzle Young Vets quit. And now Grizzle Young Vets are gone. So so the schism is just Joe Gacy and Ava. Ava. Yeah. And Ava looked pretty rough in that in that match so yeah she she didn't have it there's there's a few females that have it like sol ruka she has it mm-hmm. uh i wish tiffany stratton was an omega person but she she does have the look at least mm-hmm. um and there's a few other females there that obviously have it like i think ava fire is gonna be just that fire um but ava she's got, i know she's green and maybe things will change but she's got a long way to go not a long way to go uh, uh... I thought Roxanne Perez, after losing the title, would show up tonight. Do you think she shows up SmackDown, maybe? Do you think we're going to see her? Or, or they're going to do this whole her... story that Sean said, I told you, and they're going to weed her back and have her come back up to the top there. Because I, I NXT... don't imagine Indy having the title too long. NXT, I realize what my issue with it is now. I still watch it. I'm probably going to watch it extremely late tomorrow because I have the reality show pod tomorrow. Yep. But... NXT now is just Sean living out his career through everybody else. So yeah, who's, losing their, who's losing their smile? Who's losing okay. their smile? Who's losing their smile? Well, Roxanne Perez, she gave up the title because, and then she came back, and then she goes, I passed out because of anxiety and exhaustion. And then Sean says, you're not ready to go back in. She goes, but if it was you, you know like you have to do this, and and then he's like, all right, fine, I'll put you in the match. Like, Sean, these are people that are trying to build their career. They're not there to stroke your ego every single time for the episode. Just watch it. Turn it into a drinking game. How many times? It's just Sean's career played out through everybody else. I'm waiting for the lose your smile. I'm waiting for it. Where's the screw we job, are, too? They already well. had that. Grizzled young vets. They lost oh. their smile and they left. Oh, there you go. Oh uh, yeah. All right, uh, everyone. Thanks so much. We may be back for a pod after AW Dynamite and maybe talk a little bit more about the New Japan show coming up. If not, enjoy New Japan this week. Enjoy AW. We will see what Tony's big announcement is. You can follow us on YWP403 on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, everyone, just I don't know if you guys have Sender. I'll go to you first because you got the reality pod and good things happening. Let that get plugged. Yeah, shout- appreciate it. Uh, keeping up with the senator. It's a reality show pod. We're talking about Love is Blind right now. Um, you can watch it live on YouTube at youtube.com at Keeping Up With The Senator or on Twitch, twitch.tv slash It's The Senator. Then the audio comes out the very next day on the Chatroom Podcast feed. Also, the Not So Soft pod every Monday. And then whenever we record the 7K Pick pod for the Fresh Take Network. Yeah, we got we got a draft pod coming up here for 7K Pick. Uh, and uh, we're doing a, a, a hoop show about uh the national championship so make it you and coach on that one uh morton what do you got to plug uh we talk music has a lot of really interesting shows coming up yeah um as well as uh the cult film showdown versus the masters of horror where we're reviewing the masters of horror 2005 2006 series that was on showcase and uh featured some of the greatest directors in the history of horror uh with uh unlo- Limited, a limited budget, but unlimited creativity or freedom. And uh, it's very interesting. Uh, 
and I'm going to start plugging it. Go to the Scene Rocks, the SceneRocks.com, and there you can sign up for the Kickstarter that's going to be coming. It won't be coming to Kickstarter until the fall, but you can sign up early for my graphic novel, Kings of the Strip, and uh, yeah. you know that will be it will be available officially in about two months. Nice, but and, uh, uh, the Brett? Kickstarter in about in several months after that. So excellent, and uh, Brett. I mean, I don't really have anything to plug. Um, still busy with school. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a grad in a couple of weeks, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, yep. I do have a big announcement that's coming soon. I'm just waiting on some confirmation. Well, I'll on make that. an announcement here. The, the fact that now Brett Brett has became an official member of the Euro Wrestling family. So, oh, congratulations! <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, Wait, and I, yeah, I just... got to vote on this, don't I? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you get nothing. And yeah, just big shout outs to, you know, Canadian sports coming back in the next couple months. You know, CEVL is getting ready to go. Canadian yep. Premier League starting in a few weeks. And it's expi- it's an exciting time to be a sports fan in Canada coming up right away. It is. We'll definitely have you. I mean, we have Women's World Cup coming up too here. At, although yep. the Canada side is a oh, little Oh, those bit jerseys sick. though. Have you seen those new oh kids for Canada? God, those wow. are so, so those sick. Fantastic. So, although I don't like the jersey you have on right now, it's giving me very bad memories <laughs> uh, from the summertime. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> anxiety when I see that, but uh, we will uh, end right now. Thanks everyone for watching. Until next time, folks. Cheers and enjoy the match. Peace.